0: Welcome to Geek Freaks, I am Frank, and today I am joined by Bitsy Tandem, writer of Maiden in Disguise. How you doing, Bitsy? Hi, I'm good. Uh, nice to be here today. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Many of you guys are familiar with Bitsy's work. We've had her on the show before. Today we're going to be talking more about her Maiden in Disguise, new game, and other works that she has, and generally the world of Eotero, correct? Yes. <laughs> I- I'm always worried about I want to make sure I nail that Eotera. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go with this first. Actually, I want to talk about your website, Eotera.com, which is so cool. How long did it take to make this website?
1: Uh like a year. I I hired a Russian company to do it. Because mm-hmm. they um they just did a great job for like half the price of an American company. And I, um I don't blame me. <laughs> And they're one of the only places I found that could actually do the interactive map that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I saw the League of Legends interactive map one day and I'm like, yeah. I have to have this. So whoever can do this is like, we're going with you.
0: Great inspiration. Right over there with that League of Legends is everything they'd make is pretty awesome. That's yeah. good inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> what is your goals with this website? Because I know that you, you it's kind of a central hub right now of, your manga some games and stuff like that a community building place and of course this amazing map what are some of the future goals you have for uh, eotera.com
1: so uh right now we're trying to get like consistent content going we want to have uh bi-monthly web comics as well as like blogs and stories and stuff that people can kind of interact with off the main story i don't know how to explain it like
0: in the in the world of EoTera basically, right? Because it seems like all these yeah, stories yeah. either present day or in the past, War of Sands I'm very excited about, are <laughs> at some point in the world of Eoterra. So you're kind of building this world out, right? Similar yeah. like like <laughs> Magic the Gathering, if you guys or D and D it's all kind of in that same era, mm-hmm. but the details are outstanding. That's the where it's all at, It's those details. Thanks things i uh i
1: worry sometimes because i'm like oh i don't have all of the uh, holidays up yet or i haven't quite <laughs> finished putting up some of the other information i want on there and uh it's a work in progress it takes time and uh, we're currently looking to onboard somebody to
0: help with that content because i'm like
1: there's only one of me and i need like yeah. five
0: more bitsies so. <laughs> i completely understand it, when you're when you're creating there's a level of perfectionism and also, just needing to get the workout that clash all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. My last blog post
1: was like four months ago or something. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so, it's a, that's what we're working on next is kind of getting more consistent updates.
0: Now, how do you do as a creator pushing your words out, your content out there? Like, are you, I know you're on social media. How often are you pushing over there on social media? And is that something you struggle with, or do you find that as a useful tool?
1: Uh, So, when I'm being a good bitsy, I post every day, (laughs) but that hasn't been the last couple months. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty on it last year, but Mm -hmm. uh, it drains me. I hate social media posting. It's just not my thing. Uh, So, that's like another part of like get a personal assistant to kind of help with that. Because I don't know what to say. I'm just like, (laughs) hi, friends.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'm still here.
1: (laughs) Blank. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) The work continues. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm the behind the scenes person. I write, I draw. I'm like, I'm not super good at the being the face of the company thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's always the joke we got around here is the first person we hire is social media manager because that's the one thing I can't stand to. I'll edit podcasts all day long. I just don't want to have to tweet all day. Yeah, agreed. So let's go ahead and get back to your flagship book. We have Maiden in Disguise. Now, this is new game, and I think we talked about this before. It's basically kind of a refresh of your old title, correct?
1: Correct. So for those of you who would like some cringe in their life, Maiden in Disguise <laughs> is a webcomic that I started in 2014 with a couple of my friends, and it was just kind of supposed to be a gag, kind of funny, little romance, and a... Uh, as I was writing it, I decided that I wanted to actually migrate it into the world of Yotera, which I had been building for a different series, kind of on the back burner, because uh, I still haven't released that series either. That one's like my baby, and I've been building it since like 2012. Um, oversight. So made in a disguise. I was like, let's let's incorporate it. This it's getting better than just a gag, you know, we're all having fun with it. And uh, I was getting pretty popular on um, Line Webtoon for a while, mm-hmm. um, and so there was a lot of fan interaction. I was like, "Let's do it. Let's just like make it a make it a whole thing for Yotera." And then I <laughs> tried to like put in context after the fact. So I'm like, "What a What is it like? Twenty five chapters in, and it's yeah. like, oh hey, we have context now." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." The combination of the bad art and the lack of context, and I'm like. Sitting here, five years later, like I need to, I need to redo this. That
0: perfectionism <laughs> kicks in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, has there been generally? Because I'm sure there has been, but has there been generally uh, praise for the the reboot? Because I mean, looking at the art, it all looks amazing. At the new <laughs> stuff, especially. I mean, it always looks good, right? Of course, like yeah, it always looks good. I know for you <laughs> it may not have, but it looks really good now. <laughs> have you seen pr- <laughs> pretty good feedback coming out of this uh, reboot?
1: So I haven't had a lot of people read the digital version I released to the Kickstarter uh, people early. Um, I think a lot of them are like waiting for the book. They're like, I want to read it when it's in my hands. So I'm like, but I want to know what you think. So I haven't gotten a ton (laughs) of feedback, but the few people who have read it have really enjoyed it. And, you know, the art is worlds better than it was before. So that helps. But we, um, we ripped the story down to its bones and kind of rebuilt it with an actual timeline. And we're working on uh, writing all the way to the finish. So we've got that done before we launch book two uh, to really make it cohesive. Cause one thing I am really big on is like brand cohesiveness, I guess. It's like yeah. I hate it when they're like, Oh, you can't do this because of these reasons. And then the characters do that. So let's make sure it's all nice and neat before we try and continue the story but we've basically wrapped up the first two-ish books kind of Mm -hmm. uh plus the context into the new book one and it's just worlds better in terms of like world building and storytelling as well because it's like oh this makes sense this is linear this isn't like it's not random it's not a gag comic anymore it's just (laughs) romance comedy little sci-fi little fantasy
0: (laughs) yeah and some and the gamers out there definitely find a place here especially you mmo Mm -hmm. players like myself this this is where you're at this is it right here (laughs) yeah yeah
1: it starts in game in the mmo and uh so you really get a feel of like who this person is and then you see okay the tiny girl playing her is very much like juxtaposition is that the right word like totally yeah, yeah. different yeah mm-hmm. and so you kind of see her struggling with not knowing who she is but also turning into her video game character in those moments mm-hmm. where she feels her confidence and I think it's hilarious because she'll <laughs> go from like don't look at me, I'm super shy to like owning the whole place when she's like in character for a moment
0: yeah she em- and, she uh, embraces her she embraces that identity. And then it's kind of almost interchangeable, the identities, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a great way to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Elena has a second identity. It's this video game identity. And then when she reveals to the world, like, hey, this is who I am, she's worried, you know, I'm not this masculine video game character that's all muscles. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel the same way as in, like, I'm just back here writing my book that I'm very proud of and happy with. And yet, you know, there's this really cool character I'm making do you ever kind of tie yourself with the characters you're cr- you're creating? Kind of. Uh, I wouldn't say quite to the
1: extent of Ellie cause she's a little more caricatured obviously, but, um, a lot of her insecurities and stuff stem from my world, real world experiences and in high school and being kind of a little more boyish in school and, uh, mm-hmm. just like not fitting in with the girls or the boys. And, uh, Recently, I realized that I'm probably non-binary and have been looking more into that and kind of finding myself. But I'm like, I've I've never really fit in anywhere, and I kind of wanted to breach that with Ellie, who's like, I am neither this hyper-masculine man or very feminine, and I, and I'm you know, she's fourteen and hormonal, and she's like, I don't know what I want, I don't know who I am.
0: Uh, <laughs> fourteen, that that's rough yeah. age right there. <laughs> yeah. so many questions no answers (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a tough age well i I just that's so fascinating the idea of identity and who you are being all wrapped up into the story and i like the idea that you could kind of explore your own personal life through your creation and that's just so cool it makes everybody more interested in this character when they know it's coming from your heart so that's just so neat i think everybody has to go read this of course uh I know Squeaks already bought the book and he loved it and stuff. So, uh, which is you talked to Squeaks last time, so I know he's a big fan as well. Now, going forward, we have the, the you said the first two books are essentially done, right?
1: Yes, we have physically written the first two books, but we don't want to start on book two until we've written all the way to the end. So I
0: see, yeah,
1: yeah, because we want to have maybe like ten or fifteen. I don't want it too long. I still have that super secret project that I started in. 2012 oh, yeah. uh, I haven't
0: worked it's just out. looming behind you right <laughs> you
1: know the whole time I, I told myself I would start it at when I turned 25 and I mm-hmm. turned 27 next month oh so
0: that just <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. well that's so exciting so okay so going forward with this story with these characters uh, will we learn more about Eoterra? Are we going to see them starting to blend more and more with Eoterra? Are they going to be, become one? Because y- you have so many of these cool short stories that I can't wait to hear about more of these. Oh, in those, days. Yes. Yeah, and so I'm wondering, will they tie in with You Made in a Disguise, basically? Uh, yeah, in, in little ways. So uh, mm-hmm. we
1: have Tsukuyami no Kumbujin, uh, which is the very first side story that I have found an artist for, and it's been super rewarding to do if you like samurais. Yeah. and uh, traditional Japanese themes. Check that out. It's on Kickstarter every couple months. We're just just getting started. So episode two is going to be made soon. Like we got it kickstarted. So the artist is on it. We're waiting. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you'll see like in history class and stuff, like it'll be mentioned. Like it's more just kind of like this is the world and this is a historical thing that happened. And so, yes, oh, it does so impact cool. the future of Yoterra, even if it's not hugely impacting Ellie's personal life. Um, the uh, War of the Sands one that you said you're excited for uh, is yep. another historical. It's even further before uh, tsukuyama no Kenbujan, So the War oh. of the Sands follows like one of the very first like tribal wars in the in the desert kingdom rimtaldi and that one is uh just going to be a four-part anthology and i hope that all of those are decently thick and uh i'm kind of hoping to get a different artist for each one and maybe even like support african artists and kind of try and make it a little bit more of a group effort or a charity i uh
0: oh, really wanted so cool. to do it
1: I really wanted to do it for Black Lives Matter. A couple Mm -hmm. was it last year, the year before? Gosh, COVID has made everything
0: such a blur. Time is a blur. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: But I just didn't have the resources to launch it then. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but I really do want to kind of coincide that with Black Lives Matter and bringing a lot more visibility and just fiction in general, like and comic books to you know the people who have been abused in our world
0: yeah it's a great way to show everyday lives in such a cool mm-hmm. medium and the art that you've already chosen is so cool that you've already got here for just the little key art you know for war of sands oh, that i'm really excited right. for it, you know yeah i, I made that <laughs> yeah it turned out great it looks good now you right. do the artwork for made in a disguise correct I'm trying not to but yes <laughs>
1: yeah uh, so assistant Bean does the storyboards and by mm-hmm. storyboards I mean stick figures and sometimes he'll put in a meme picture and be like give him this face <laughs> yeah and then I do the rest So sketch, ink, color uh, formatting
0: it's, wow, it's so a long. it's a lot and of work and you gotta keep up on social media I mean come on <laughs> it's not no fair. way <laughs> I know Aaron helps you out a lot. What what, what kind of responsibilities does Aaron have?
1: So uh, usually he is obviously my editor first and foremost. I am very dyslexic and cannot spell. I even spell my character names wrong all the time. <laughs> so he keeps the continuity of the names correct, and he makes sure that my words are good and expresses the correct thing. And uh, sometimes, sometimes he likes to change my dialogue and make it a little bit more fancy and i'm like stop it yeah <laughs> i have to come in and be like that's not how eric would talk
0: no yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. it's a 14 year old girl that doesn't need to have like british fancy language coming out of her yeah. it's fine because he's such a
1: he's such a like good writer and he's like he's, yeah he knows english so well and and i'm like that even a word <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Uh, don't play Scrabble with him. That's what I'm hearing. That sounds like it's a tough Scrabble competition.
1: I don't think I ever have, and I don't think I ever will.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to avoid hanging out with that, that Scrabble tournament. That's for sure. Sounds like yeah. it'd be tough. <laughs> uh,
1: but other than that, uh, he actually helps with the backgrounds, too. So he started learning 3D art last year. and Oh, wow. The entire club room and the inside of uh, Eliana's house is all 3d background that he made and rendered out for me and it's beautiful and it's such so a time cool. saver yeah. so huge props to him for that
0: but he can't help anymore he's going back to college so i am assistantless. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's got to put that homework behind he's got to make that second place his set yeah. homework is less important than in, in eotera that's what that's what i'm thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we have Maiden in Disguise. People could pre order that now. I'm going to put a link to that in the description of this yes. episode. Sweet. And then we have, I got the name written here phonetically, guys. Yame no Kenbuchen? Did I Very get that? Right? Close. Mm-hmm. Very close. You got close the Kimbujin. There we go. <laughs> you can just call it Kimbujin. It's so much simpler. Make sure you guys check out the webcomic Kimbuchin <laughs> Every three to four months, yeah. that's coming out. Um, and they, if When they do check that out, that'll be on EOTera.com?
1: Yes. So okay. the webcomic style will be free uh, about a month or so release after the uh, Kickstarter supporters get it. The Kickstarter supporters also get um, manga format, so like page format oh, if you like books. So you get some exclusive stuff for that and like cameos and such. So, yeah, because um, we can't pay the artist without the Kickstarters. And yeah. that's pretty much the, that's what it is for. Like we're just paying the artist so it gets made in general. Yeah. And then
0: we share it with the world. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that, you're literally seeing the money that you're go you know, instead of going and, and giving it to some big company that's kind of faceless, you're actually mm-hmm. seeing the money make something creative. And it's so cool. Uh, you also have a Patreon. What do the Pat- uh, Patreon members get by chance? So I do have a Patreon and um, I tend to give
1: them like similar like if if there's a Kickstarter, and they, are, you know, they're already my patrons, so I'll, I'll just mm. give them the same tier reward as their monthly patronage. I kind of budget and give them more because
0: you know they're there all year. Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> um, I trust me, I feel yeah. <laughs> we do the same thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I've been I've been sleeping on them a little these past couple months. I've been totally just. I mean, I haven't been doing very well these past couple months. <laughs> With gotta take being a break. Sick, running a Kickstarter, <laughs> yeah. finishing a book, publishing. I'm just like half dead over here, like please wait for me to update my patreon. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: that's one that's one thing we forgot to even bring up. the fact that you're your own publisher, right? You Tara, publishing. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, how do you do it? <laughs> so it's
1: it's a bit logistical, but once you've done it a couple times, it's kind of just plug and chug takes a yeah. couple days to a week, um, and it's like money, too. <laughs> you have to pay yeah. for things. You have to get your copyrights. You have to register. The hard part is making sure everything matches. So your copyright and your ISBN and all your metadata has to all match. And then my distribution company handles it from
0: there. Oh, goodness. It's... Obviously, you guys go help her out on, <laughs> on Kickstarter and Patreon. When you hear about all this stuff that's behind the scenes, you see how much please. work goes into this progress, <laughs> or this process. Help uh, out a little bit, guys.
1: <laughs> I need an assistant, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we'll have the links below and then you guys can email your resume as an assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Contact Submit that to yourterra.com. All right, so we're gonna have all those links below. I also wanted to talk to you. We're going to discuss a little bit about other manga for people who are new to this manga world, and I myself am very new to it. I mean, I I, I read comic books, but nowadays I read mostly just indie comics because, you know, I talk to so many cool indie people. (laughs) You give us that starter guide. That's what we're looking at now. We're looking at the starter guide. Can you give us a (laughs) few examples of early manga for people to get into?
1: Okay, so... I was thinking about this yesterday because you mentioned it and I'm like "Ooh, I need to prepare <laughs> but um I think manga has such a huge just variety of um I mean almost I would say even more variety than American comic books so there's pretty That's much cool. something out there for everybody and uh if you're like me and you really like romantic comedies uh with maybe a little bit more on the comedy end my all-time favorite is School Rumble. They have a manga and an anime, and they are both just hilarious and adorable. And it kind of does what Maiden in Disguise does, where it follows two protagonists. So you've got your girl and your boy, and uh, I love the male lead. He's yeah. one of my favorite characters ever, and uh, he actually becomes a manga artist in in the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, I love him so much. I I highly recommend that if you if you want to laugh and see some cute anime girl blushies,
0: <laughs> very good. <laughs> how long has that? How many issues are there, and how long ago did it start coming out? So it's a little on the
1: older side. Um, I, mean, I think there's around twenty five ish issues. It's not super long. It's not um, bad, yeah. Kind of a good length. Another. Uh, really good one that I really love. It's kind of newer, but nobody knows about it. And it's very sad because it's really good. So if you like sci-fi and action, Dimension W is awesome. The art is so beautiful. The books really go in depth with the backstories of the characters, which I love. If you want to also watch the anime, I recommend doing both, read it and watch the anime because Mm -hmm. they both kind of hit different things. And it it has such a great anime opening. One of the best ever. Yeah, that one's really great. It follows like a samurai type uh, man who's like kind of given up on the world, and uh, and his robot sidekick that forces oh, herself upon that him. That
0: That's it's perfect. great. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Grumpy, rugged samurai uh-huh. and robot companion. That's perfect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, every badass needs a lowly. Yeah, yeah, exactly okay so when they have the anime do you suggest people who are new to manga check out those who have anime specifically so that you can kind of compare notes i
1: usually recommend you read the book first and then enjoy the anime just because a lot of anime tend to have filler like bleach is one of my all-time favorite manga but there is a lot of episodes that i just skip in the anime because it's just like this Did not happen. This is not canon and uh, this is boring. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. They got to sell ad space. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. (laughs) There is so much filler and bleach. It almost hurts to watch past a certain point because there's so many filler characters. And I'm
0: like, what is
1: going on? This is nothing like the source material anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So definitely read that manga first so that you kind of you get the better version of it basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you can enjoy the really cool theme song and the great animation.
0: <laughs> yeah. We actually just did last week we did a um, top 5 uh, anime intros. So I've had Sailor Moon stuck in my head for for a week now. <laughs> it's so good. I've got the like a dub remix of the Japanese version literally on my Spotify playlist. It's just go Going off that's like crazy. awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got the uh, Dimension W on my uh, MP3 player. Yeah, I still yeah. use an MP3 player. <laughs> right, it works, <laughs> it every... works. <laughs> I'm surprised it still works. It's old. <laughs> but every time it comes on, uh, my husband is like, you have to turn up the volume. Turn up <laughs> <Nice>. the volume.
0: <laughs> Great. Oh, That's cool. Do you guys usually share, like, do you guys read the same manga? So you guys, oh, hey, did you check out this part? blah, blah. blah. We don't actually
1: read the same manga. He reads a lot more than I do, just in general. I read mm-hmm. kind of slow, so it's like if I'm going to read, it's going to be like a that's going to be my day. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to like set aside time. But he reads like so fast. So he'll come back and be like, I started three new manga today and I just finished one of them. And I'm like, what? what? And he <laughs> reads a lot of like, <laughs> he calls them pity girl manga. Oh, so <laughs> basically like trash manga <laughs> yeah so um oh, so goodness. it's like just what what's one of the like my dress-up doll just got an anime that one's actually really good um yeah <laughs> uh I forget what the Japanese name for it is it's long and confusing um and then he's got another one that's like Otome games are hard on NPCs or something like that and it's mm-hmm. like he's like they're terrible but they're
0: surprisingly good you should read them. <laughs> well yeah like if you could read 3 so a weird. day then sure i'd i'd keep up with you but come on. Right. <laughs> oh i i'm not like that. I have to like okay i got to have the right music on, mm-hmm. good glass of water, nobody mm-hmm. distracting me so i can focus yeah. on this. This is a project of mine now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Yeah. It's an event <laughs> like this yeah. is my evening. <laughs> Any other manga you suggest to newcomers?
1: So we talked about School Rumble and Dimension W. Mm. Ooh, there's so many that I love. Um, I could just start rattling them off. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. So this one doesn't have a manga. It's a novel, but it does have oh, an wow. anime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't, they just, they just skipped the manga step and went straight to anime after the yeah. novel was written. You may have heard about it. It's recently been gaining a lot of popularity It's called overlord. That one's very that high fantasy D and D the main character is Ooh. just like one of my D and D player friends. Like we're in a group and uh, yeah. my character and his character always have a fun dynamic. And I'm like, <laughs> this character is, is you, he is, he is exactly <laughs> your character, and it's it's hilarious.
0: Oh man, you know what? Eoterra would make a really good map for uh, some D and D match games. I'm telling you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would be but, some uh, good future. We want to do a tabletop game of the actual
1: MMO in the world, Ooh, but nice. like an Eoterra Shadowrun esque, more kind of like science fiction version of a tabletop game would be really yeah. dope yeah so, oh man life goals I <laughs> had that <laughs> to very long to-do list <laughs> yeah, yeah I've got like 18 kickstarters on my list <laughs> 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 we like right mark that in at like 25 yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh, what do you play in D&D I, I myself am a cleric so I'm, I'm okay. healing all the mistakes of my party <laughs> you so um I
1: typically do assassins but recently i've been playing a warlock
0: oh that's a fun one
1: <laughs> it's so fun and he's a half a dragon and so he he's oh, like wow. a total like a total chad bro oh great it's this. he's so much fun um he's actually we i worked in pretty much all of our D and D campaign to the MMO version of like in Maiden in disguise, like the MMO game Luminarion. Mm -hmm. So you'll see like Elrond Agronar is the son of my D and D character, Rayonix Agronar. And so
0: it's like, these just these little sprinkles.
1: yeah. And
0: like (laughs) (laughs) Easter eggs just for you that you, that make you happy. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Uh uh Pretty much. We like, we like, Hey, so you're in, you're in my comics, see, yeah. in the background, <laughs> see.
0: <laughs> do you share your comics with your friends? Like as soon as they're in one or just generally when they come out, are you like, you guys got to check it out. New one is out today.
1: Yeah, I do. They, um, they read them eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a uh, one of those things where it's like, I have a lot of friends into fantasy, but not like a lot of them read manga, I guess. Mm-hmm and um and they're also in america so we don't really talk a lot anymore oh so,
0: struggles yeah
1: mm-hmm. so it's like we haven't even played D in like oh gosh has been a year since our last thing that can happen but,
0: so easily it's amazing mm-hmm. how easy that can happen
1: yeah it's hard it's so hard to keep connections with people but um i like to think they enjoy the comics i know they like being in them yeah <laughs> they're like hey can I can I add this detail? Because I know you said you wanted my character here. Can I add this detail in? And I'm like, sure, sure. Yeah. No problem. I love it. I've got a friend who uh, supports every single Kickstarter campaign. He was my very first D&D Dungeon Master. He supports everything I do. And he has... Uh, Consistently bought my cameos, and he's like, I want to put my DD character in here, here, and here. And I'm like, How am I going to make that work, canonically speaking? And yeah. like, we figured it out, and it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Someone's about to be a portal jumper. I think that's what's going to happen. You're going know, to have like some guy just making portals and jumping around in places <laughs> to make it all fit in, like a Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty or something. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: it's been fun. It's been fun. I like, I love adding that stuff in like little Easter eggs just for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you were saying, you know, all the, all the funds that you're gaining here are basically going to paying artists and just making more and more of this really cool world. And mm-hmm. so you got to have fun along the way. And I mean, yeah. what a great way to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of my favorite parts. I I really love writing the stories too. And being like, you know, I, entered a character in here or like there's a subplot or like a mention of something here or there and I'll show someone and they'll be like, that's amazing. And then I have to draw it. That's not a good time, but hey. Yeah. That's
0: (laughs) time consuming. (laughs) Time consuming. Out of curiosity, because, you know, the planning ahead has got to be pretty far. Mm. How many notebooks, like how many pieces of paper do you actually have of like scratched on like, oh, you know what? (laughs) This is a good idea. Is How high is that pile next to you? So I used to have a literal pile
1: when I lived in America. I had a desk yeah. and it had like three drawers to the side, oh, no. like a whole office thing. And those yeah. were full. And then I had like extra papers all around. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm like, we're moving to Japan and we're probably going to have a tiny apartment. So I took all of that and I took pictures or I typed it up digitally. And now there we go. pretty much everything is just on my Evernote. So I've got like folders and folders and Evernote which is a great website if you're a writer and yeah, it's been super helpful. So thankfully the pile is non-existent, but the information is still
0: there. It's there. So it's virtually, <laughs> yeah. it's always watching and waiting to be used. <laughs> yes.
1: I just actually, I stayed up past midnight last night writing in my Evernote because I had a great idea for the ending of Maiden in Disguise because uh, we're going to, we're going to have like, Eoterra story and the Luminarion story both kind of have a full story arc. So beginning, yeah. middle and end. And I was writing the Luminarion story arc ending. And I'm like over there, like typing on my cell phone in the like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm crying. I'm like, it's going <laughs> to be beautiful. It's
0: sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like just focus and get it all down or else it'll forget. I'll forget it. I can't let the, you know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got these notepads scattered throughout the house for ideas. Like we've got one oh, next no. to my bed and pens and everything. Cause I don't, I can't I'll forget. And it's like, no, 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 it's perfect. <laughs> it has to go down on paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Definitely>. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Bitsy, I think that's where we'll end it today. It was just wonderful talking to you again. Oh, thanks. I can't wait for everybody to check out Eotera and Maiden in Disguise. Where, what are those socials? So people can start following you and getting all those updates.
1: So I've been recently changing my social medias to bitsy underscore the (laughs) underscore (laughs) alien. It used to be the bitzer. Some stuff is still under that, but nobody knows how to spell it.
0: So I changed it. (laughs) That's good thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The alien. uh, I have seen that key art quite a bit. Is that sort of like the narrator or guide character for your world? So, uh,
1: We've got like, we've got our narrators are these two robots who like yeah. monitor my multiverse. There's Armin okay. and AI's zero, AI's shoot, a bunch <laughs> of numbers. Yeah, <laughs> I know them. Just, I yeah. promise I know them. <laughs> so, and they're like my multiverse monitors. But the theme is where are the aliens? Because Eoterra is a completely different planet. So I call I call my fans strangers and you can yeah. join the stranger army and we're the aliens. And uh, I'm like, board my intergalactic spaceship and come to Eoterra because <laughs> you can make a profile and integrate with Eoterra in society. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just really nerdy and geeky and silly.
0: Oh, that's the best. I mean, look, the side, geek freaks We're all on board with that. We're, we're totally that. We're on board. Yeah. That's perfect oh man (laughs) alright so that's bitsy underscore the underscore alien we'll have it links of course below make sure you guys follow everything again bitsy thank you very much for joining me I appreciate that oh thanks for having me this is a lot of fun alright guys we will see you guys next week thanks for listening
1: adios bye